Shaletta Brundage is known as the autism mom, not just because she's got three kids on the spectrum, but because she's an advocate who works to educate and inspire other moms of kids with special needs. You're listening to the Taking Authority Over Autism podcast. My name is Shaletta Brundage. As the announcer said, I am your host with the most, the mom of three children with autism. So glad that God chose me to be their shepherd and guide them through this life's journey. And I have to tell you, I just want to say thank you so much to the dozens, almost a hundred or so moms and dads who have kids with autism who responded to our COVID-19 special uh, podcast last week. It was featured on Podcast Business Journal magazine as one of their featured columns online. And, you know, we just talked about uh, if you didn't get a chance to listen, go back and listen to last week's show. We talked about what parents can do uh, to advocate for their children now that they're not getting the services because schools are closed. Uh, A lot of them don't have access to telehealth, don't have access to the internet. And if they did, wouldn't know how to use it or a lot of parents are not home during the day. They're they're at work. And so grandma and grandpa are at home with the kids and they don't know how to Zoom either. And so what we did was lay out some foundation. We laid out some information. We gave you the numbers and the websites to access so that you could get the help you need for your special needs child while the schools are closed and they're not getting services. So you won't see that regression. So all the progress that you made, you won't go backward. We got you right here on Taking Authority Over Autism. So if you've got a friend who's got special needs, this is your first time tuning into the podcast on Apple, Stitcher, Google, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. Give them last week's episode so that they can get the help they need for their children. And I am so excited and delighted because I got a new girlfriend. Hi, hi, hi. Miss Alicia Trotwan is on the phone with me. Uh, She's a mom of three autistic children just like me. Girl, it's two of us. I know. Two so far. Girl, who would have thunk it? I thought I was the only one, girl. Okay. Right. Oh, I hear you. I mean, I've always found a couple people, you know, that have, you know, even multiple children on a spectrum. So to have somebody else that has four kids with three on the spectrum, it, two V's in the pot here. Girl, we need to play some lotto tickets together. We need to get the numbers, right. get our dollars together and go because ain't no way we done hooked up and it ain't some lottery money in that pool somewhere, <laughs> girl. I hope so. Girl, now familiarize all the listeners with your story. You have an amazing journey. Yeah, so um, like you said, we have three children on the spectrum. We had our daughters have been seeing psychiatrists since two, um, but their diagnoses didn't come until after my son, who is now five. He was he had his diagnosis at twenty three months. Mm. We then our daughter six weeks later, our youngest daughter got her diagnosis mm. at age eight, and then a year later, our middle daughter got her diagnosis at age eleven. Girl, back to back to back. Girl, what was your mental state like? How did you handle that? I don't know. <laughs> Which I don't even remember, girl. I blacked out for a year. Yeah, I, um, I, I, I tell you, like when my girls were all little, I tell you, I don't remember half of that. I know I survived it because I'm here, but I don't, you kind of I wonder how you made it through. But no, I mean, definitely grace of God on that one. Um, it was one of those things, you know, with my son, there was the back and forth wondering whether or not. Well, maybe he is, maybe he isn't. Mm -hmm. You know, we got services Mm -hmm. very early on. He had regression at 19 months where he lost all his words. 
Mm. Um, so it's just one of those, you know, clear cut symptoms. Yeah. Yeah. And so he was fast tracked through the process, but with the girls, you know, by the time that they got their diagnosis, it was a relief. Yeah. I mean, we had been seeing these doctors for, you know, six, seven, eight years, according to which drill you're talking about, and not a single doctor would put a name to what was going on with them. There ain't that some how they do girls? girls? Ain't that some how they do girls different than boys? Yeah. It, it's absolutely mind boggling that this that we're just now getting to a point where they're understanding that just how different autism is as girls. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just, it's crazy because they, it's not that they weren't seeing doctors. It's not that I wasn't getting second opinions. I was getting fourth, fifth, and sixth opinions. Doing your due diligence, doing what you're supposed to be doing. You know, and it wasn't until we just, I mean, the doctor that we found for my uh, youngest daughter was kind of funny because, you know, they had considered the process too uh, with her we walked into her office that six weeks after his appointment, and she didn't even finish the process. She just We were in there an hour. She talked to my daughter. She observed her while she and I talked. We walked out. There was an autism diagnosis and a few other you know, extra ones along the end of her diagnosis trail there. And you know, we walked out, and there was a diagnosis. I was taking her back to school that same day. Wow. I wasn't even expecting to walk out of there, but she was like, this is so clear-cut. Isn't that something? She's clearly autistic. But it took that many doctors. And then once the two youngest had their diagnosis, then I was able to get the, you know, our oldest with autism, you know, diagnosis. Because by then, well, she has two younger siblings with autism. And now, now, it's, now we got a pattern. Not, look, now they're going to want you to be in the study group. That's what I, that, that, that's right. where they go. No, no, you didn't want to diagnose me. Don't try to study me now. It's too late. You had your chance. Exactly. And yeah, it it was just crazy. And that's where we started sharing our journey because at that point in time, I mean, and you're not talking a decade ago, even you're talking right. a few years ago. Yeah, there was nothing, nothing, girl. I, girl, nothing. I get it. I get it. Because when I went to my doctor and I said, you know, I'm hearing from other moms because everything I learned about autism I learned from other parents like you yeah. like reading your blog like other moms in the speech therapies in the group therapies at the parks at the play dates in the Facebook groups I never learned anything new from a doctor this whole process right. I've only learned it from other moms like you and I, I remember another mom telling me I, I saw her son one day and I was like he is really doing well I haven't seen you guys for a couple months and she was like oh well he's getting ABA therapy and I was like what's that so she starts telling me she said but you need a referral from your pediatrician I go to the pediatrician I talk to her about ABA therapy she was like let me go look that up what the hell right you're the pediatrician you're supposed to be telling me about this yeah we you know with my girls it was funny because you know, obviously them being a little older, they were kind of already setting their ways on a lot of things. And we wound up, I was looking up for my oldest, the one that doesn't have autism. She does have different diagnosis and autism. And uh, we were looking up on the insurance mm-hmm. to see if a certain therapy for her was available. And while I'm in those pages looking at the insurance is when I find that our insurance covers 10 therapy lessons a year of art therapy and 10 therapies a year of horse therapy. Mm. Come so on, I'm going to the insurance company, I'm like, hey, so I hear my kids can get into horse therapy? <laughs> you're going to pay for it? <laughs> Sign me up. Right, and they loved it. And I mean, it was night and day difference. I mean, granted, they were stuck in a car together for an hour one direction even, so maybe that helped a little bit too, making them be next to each other that long. Right. But, you know, they loved it. They enjoy it. They, you can see a difference in their demeanor. Mm-hmm. And, but yeah, it's just, you know, nobody was like, hey, by the way, there's even 
course therapy within any distance of you or a recommendation, wow. which is I happen to find it in their insurance mm-hmm. called the insurance company. It's just amazing how God drops these jewels in our laps. Like right. you'll be just reading something and something will happen or you'll be watching TV and something will pop up on the screen, you know, where you just get these beautiful nuggets of information. But how did you take all that, everything that you have gone through and turned your misery into a ministry where you're helping other parents? What's what's that transition like? You know, it's funny because I had I didn't, I've always wanted to be a writer. I remember being a kid dreaming about being a writer. That was one of my main goals and I didn't get around to it. And, you know, when the girls were little and I, you know, I wound up going on bed rest when I was pregnant with my son and I'd gotten into a car accident. And so my rear enemy on my way to work, I was 12 weeks pregnant. Mm. Thankfully, he did not have any, he did not have any issues directly from that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was put on immediate bed rest and I was kicked out of working. I was the full-time person working. My husband was in school. We had to flip-flop again. Mm-hmm. And Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, you know, that this blogging thing always sounds cool. Let me get on here and start blogging. And I did a couple of recipes and stuff. And then all of a sudden we start getting our journey of as this is connecting. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you know, I, if this information's not out here, I have a website now. Let me start sharing. Yes. And it just, it kind of took off from there. And just, you know, having, you know, every so often I would get a parent ask me a question. And, I, you know, I realized like, you know, someone is one person asking that question they're not the only one asking the question. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I take that more. question and I would put that into a blog post. And now, it just kind of transitioned from there because it's just, you know, I tell people like, hey, if you want information, ask me. Yeah. And if I don't know, we'll find it out together. Mm-hmm. Now, where can people find you online? So it's themomkind.com. And then pretty much all social media, um, it's at themomkind. Mm-hmm. So Instagram, Facebook, all that stuff. Yeah. Um, but yeah, themomkind.com. I mean, there is just, a ton of information. A lot of it I've written. A lot of it I've also had um, other parents contribute. Yeah, I saw that. I saw that. Yes, yes, I love it. Now, we are stuck in the house with these special needs children. We love them. God knows we do. (laughs) We'll go to war for them. We'll die for them. We'll fight the insurance company. We'll advocate for them. But, girl, I would just like to pee with the door closed. I would like to brush my teeth without somebody sticking a marker up my butt. Give oh, yeah. me some tips while I got the expert on the phone. Give me some <laughs> tips and other moms, autism moms and dads out there listening about how we can stay sane during this COVID-19 stay at home crisis. So I would tell you, you know how it's quiet right now mm-hmm. and I'm home. I am hiding in my shed. <laughs> got a light on out here. I was out here converting it to uh, a chicken coop for the kids. That's a whole other fun story. But, uh, and so I was like, you know what? I got electricity out there. It's quiet. It's comfortable weather. I'm going to go sit out here and talk to her. Mm-hmm. There's a quiet space. Mm-hmm. But it's knowing those spaces that you got in the house. And it might be the bathroom. You know, getting those few minutes by yourself. Also making sure that they stick to their routine. Mm. Because when they go to bed, yeah, you might want to crash. But you also might want two hours before you go to bed just to be for, you know, time with your spouse, time to read, mm. time to watch some TV. You know, keeping their routine helps you have time alone because sometimes you really, I mean, respite isn't always available during all this. Yeah. Um, You know, I've had a recent call that some respite is getting opened back up. But, you know, if you have respite, use it, even if that means you're still in the house. Yes, yes, yes. Use it. If somebody can come watch them so that you can go hide outside or hide downstairs, wherever, and just have a couple hours to yourself, if you got it, use it. Um, You know, just. 
doing those little things. And also, don't be afraid to use the TV. I know what we all worry about screen time. Girl, please. That's you out know, the window. Yeah. Right. But, you know, it's not the time. You know, they've got, they're just as worried as we are. You know, and if them sitting down watching their favorite show 20 times in a row is going to help them be calm and help you give you some time to get some work done or relax or whatever, then do it. As long as they're watching something safe. That's all that matters. Girl, we got Alicia Trotwine from The Mom Kind. Girl, you have just been a blessing to the Taking Authority Over Autism podcast. We're sending all our folks over there. All right. Well, I appreciate it. To your website. Girl, because you you know what you're doing is you're giving us hope. You're giving us, uh, you're talking about respite. What I found on your website was a, a place of respite. A, a, a place yeah. to let me know that I'm not by myself. And that's the thing, girl. We are stuck, especially when you got special needs kids. You can't even go check the mail. Um, right. So you are really stuck. You can't go to the store in this COVID-19 crisis with your kids. So that means you can't go to the store and exactly. you are stuck in the house. And so what I found on your website and through your writings um, and through your social media posts, is a community of people like me. Um, and so I just thank you for putting it all out there and not being afraid to share. And the way you help moms, you know, a lot of times we don't ask questions because we don't want to feel like we don't know. We don't want to be embarrassed. We don't want to feel like we're dumb because a lot of times people make you feel like that. Like, oh, you don't know. You didn't know. You didn't. Oh, my God. You don't have. You didn't get that for your child or get this for you. But, you know, people are coming to you because you make us feel like it's OK. Ask away. I got you. Absolutely. And that's the thing that's, you know, I feel like God's given us our babies as a blessing for us and blessing for others, you know, and using the platforms we got to share the good word and share, like you said, make people know that they're not alone. Girl, I tell you what, give them the website one more time so they can get you, give them the social media. We don't want anybody listening to this podcast to not have access to you, Miss Thing. Yeah, absolutely. So it's themomkind.com. And then all of our social media, so Facebook, Instagram, all that, it's at the mom kind as well. So real easy to remember there. Girl, and you know what? The website is easy. It's easy to navigate. It's user-friendly. You're just the best, girl. I just, I already love you, girl. <laughs> well, I appreciate it. Thank you for doing what you're doing. You be good. You come back anytime. And I, I want to do a blog, girl. I want I want to say yeah. something. I don't know what yet, but I'm going to write something up. Oh, absolutely. Send it on over. I'll be happy to have it. All right, girl. You keep keep doing what you're doing. We love you. We appreciate you. Oh, thank you. All right. And you guys have been listening to the Taking Authority Over Autism podcast. Thank you so much for joining us. Don't forget, you got moms and dads out there looking for information on how to help their kids. Go to Alicia's podcast. Listen to last week's show. Dr. Bernadia Johnson, former superintendent of Minneapolis Public Schools, was on there giving you some basic information. That's what we're here for. That's what we do. God bless you. We'll talk to you all next time. Always fun and informative, Shaletta is a big draw at autism conferences across the country. Find out how you can book her as a featured speaker for your next event at ShalettaMakesMeLaugh.com.